say to you, I say to all, keep awake. I speak to you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. This passage from Mark sounds like another threat of apocalypse, is in fact called the little apocalypse of Mark. Another prediction that the world is coming to an end. After three weeks of these warnings, it's jarring and a little tiring to be confronted with yet another warning of the end here on the first Sunday of Advent. The world is ending. Prepare. Stay awake. But isn't the world always ending? Somewhere. Somewhere the world has ended with a dictator, a civil war, an endless stream of refugees. Somewhere the world has ended with a hurricane, neighborhoods swept away, no electricity, no help in sight. Somewhere it has ended with a bomb, a, a gun, a, a midnight call from the hospital. We are always on the brink. And the examples Jesus gives in this long discourse of which we read only a part today aren't future troubles, but troubles we face, he faced, all the time. Just before this, Jesus warned his disciples that nation will rise against nation. There will be earthquakes in various places. There will be famines. This is but the beginning of the birth pangs. Well, those are hardly unusual. Each of us could provide examples of those tragedies happening around the world right now. Jesus isn't warning his disciples of the future. He's talking about the present, a time when everything is falling apart. Now, both the people at the time of Isaiah and at the time of Mark were steeped in calamity. They were facing the end of the world as they know it. Isaiah cries out during the time of the Babylonian exile when thousands had been deported, forced to live in a foreign land for generations. During that time, the people had longed for their home. They were steeped in the stories of its past glories. But when they return to Jerusalem, they find it destroyed. It is at this point, as people realize that their world has ended once again, that the prophet cries out to God, Oh, that you would tear open the heavens and come down. Make mountains quake. We have screwed up. We don't know what to do. Shape us. Mold us. For we are the clay and you are the potter. This is the right response, of course, in the face of disaster of the world ending. Help us, Lord. Forgive us, Lord. Don't abandon us. 500 years later, the people of the Gospel of Mark are not in such a different situation. 
Jesus warns them that the center of their lives, the temple where they know and worship God, will again be destroyed, and the Gospel of Mark was written at the time of that destruction, when the Romans savagely suppressed a Jewish uprising by destroying much of Jerusalem and decimating the second temple. And what is Jesus' advice in the face of the end of the world? Keep alert. Keep awake. Keep alert. Keep awake. What was that, Jesus? The world is ending and you're suggesting that we keep awake? How do we stay awake, alert to, and for God's presence when everything is falling apart? How do we stay awake when our world is being undone by partisan politics where winning takes the place of doing the right thing, where money and profit seem more important than human life and flourishing? How do we keep alert, looking for, faithful to God when the world is ending because of floods and hurricanes and fires made worse by the global warming we have caused? How do we keep awake when our personal worlds are ending as we receive the diagnosis? Bury the loved one, file foreclosure, end a relationship. How can we keep awake then? And why should we? Well, to be honest, I'm not sure I know the answer to that question. Staying awake in the midst of destruction doesn't seem like such a great response to me. I'd rather stay in bed and pull the covers over my head. Or maybe we should do something. But staying awake, paying attention, seems to be essential when the world is ending. After all, it's what Jesus asked his disciples to do at the end of his life. Keep awake while I pray, he asks. And then, are you asleep? Could you not keep awake one hour? Keep awake and pray, he tells them. In the parable of today's gospel, a doorkeeper must keep watch while the master is gone, for you do not know when the master of the house will come in the evening, or at midnight, or at cockcrow, or at dawn, so keep awake. Do you hear echoes of the passion there? the evening of the Last Supper, the midnight of Judas's betrayal, the cockcrow of Peter's denial, the dawn when Jesus is handed over to the Romans. The world is always ending. Surely Jesus knew that, knew he would live in and through it in his passion. The disciples fall asleep because they do not understand Jesus' call to the cross. But we are called to stay awake, understanding the world is Gethsemane, 
We are to stay awake even during the times when the world is ending. We are called to stay present to pain and suffering, to stay faithful to Christ, stay faithful to the cross and cross-shaped living. We are to stay awake, looking for God in the world, in the midst of war, in the midst of the hurricane, in the midst of the tragedy. We are to keep awake and look for Jesus in the midst of the diagnosis, the divorce, the depression. The world is always ending, and we are to pay attention. For in the midst of all of that, a child is born. God made vulnerable for us. In the midst of all of that, a cross is taken up. God made vulnerable for us. We live in a winter-is-coming world where the clouds are gathering, the dark is rising, and we're starting to think that it might all go sideways and everything might come to an end. But we have a summer-is-coming God. For Jesus tells his disciples today that they are to learn the lesson from the fig tree. When it puts forth leaves, you know summer is near. Summer is near. Healing is near. Christ is coming. Keep alert. Look for him. The world is always ending. True. But God is in the midst of it. God is working in it. Not as we might expect, but in the vulnerable ways of the manger, the vulnerable ways of the cross. And so, beloved, in this Advent, the world is ending. But in this Advent, it is also always beginning. Keep awake. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.